There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. No, I ain't doing that, silly. That's what we do, though. Yeah, I know, but that's what you lot did. <sighs> Come on. Podcast. You can do it. it is, well, this is the thing. Is it season eight, episode 43, or is it season nine, episode one? I've gone for season eight, episode 34, because we're in limbo. Uh, we're in the middle of the summer. And uh, we're back for an impromptu podcast, as I put on the Facebook. Summertime only... special. That's what you should call it. Summertime special. It? Like the old Radio One days, remember? The old... Yeah. It is Shedman and myself. There is no George. There is no John. Um, I will tell you now, they have carried out their threat in not renewing their season tickets. Um, so John and George are no longer... London Stadium season ticket holders. They have said they are still going to come back and be part of the podcast. So um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. And I hope that is true. Uh, but for our sins, both Nigel and myself and my children have renewed. Well, I didn't have a choice, really. You didn't have a choice. Well, I renewed. What were two um, I've actually, actually, uh, moving my kids up to go into the. Uh, George and John seats actually. Oh, how'd you do that? Uh, I renewed nice and early, so I was the first on the uh, relocation. Oh, that was handy, yeah. wasn't it? It was. Uh, right. First of all, before we start on any of this transfer malarkey, let me ask you a question. What do you think of the new Home and Away shirts, Shedman? Well, I quite like them. Uh, the, the home kit, I was looking forward to seeing how much of the 1976 to 1981 kit it would have looked like. 
I think they're calling it a 1980 kit. Well, of course they Only are. because they're trying to... Yeah, it's a marketing the, gimmick, but at the end of the day... Remember the FA Cup of 1980. Well, let's, let's get this right. That kit was first worn in the 1976 European Cup Winners' Cup final. Yeah, I remember. Uh, well, you are. I don't remember. remember. Well, I read. I read yeah. that. But anyway, that's where it was for, first worn. The, the, previously, that season, they'd just worn the claret and blue kit that they'd won the FA Cup with. They went with that. But that was more of a chevron. So the straight lines, I would have preferred a chevron, but I'm not really going to pick holes in it. Because how, uh, how about the lovely castle on the back? That must have warmed your cockles. Well, Nigel. you know, it's amazing what uh, the threat of marching and, you know, all that can do, isn't it? Because, you know, me and you both heard Karen Brady and we've both seen things where she refuses to look back and would only look forward. Mm-hmm. So when we've asked them about doing certain things, in the past, it was, no, not looking back. We only look forward. Well, they've looked back then, haven't they? Put on them. To remember fondly the FA Cup final, which moves us on to the away shirt. I'm thinking you probably love the white one. Yes. Yes. I'd, with I'd, or without back, Betway? Without. Without. I've, I've, and I and you, you know you can't work without, on it. So technically, you'll probably wear this a little... I probably shouldn't be saying this, but you're you're obviously they're not allowed to sell the logo to under 18s, as you probably know. Yeah. yeah? But because let's say some of our under 18s are quite chubby now, you can't technically buy the adult shirt without a logo, but you can buy the children's shirt in XL, double XL. Oh. In, from the children's section. So is that is that how they're getting round it then? Uh, I wouldn't like to say because oh, that would be against the principles of the new ten million pound a year. Well, it's not like anyone with Betway. It's not like anyone of our eight or ten listeners seems to have gone up recently. Yeah, don't uh, tell works anyone. for Betway. So no. would have not no. presented themselves because if anyone on Betway is listening and they'd like to sponsor uh, me. They can have, you know, Nigel's shed sponsored by Betway. And I'll put a little Betway sign up for them uh, if they want. And uh, New, new six-year uh, deal worth £10 million a year, so £16 million from a new... I mean, that that's the same as the old contract. I, I was hoping it would go up slightly. Well, what would Betway and, get from it for their £10 million? Well, they get their logo, obviously, on every shirt that's sold. They get apart their, from kids. Apart from kids, yeah, or or big kids, uh, they get obviously their logos all around the London Stadium because there's a lot of Betway's um, logos around there and on the screens. Um, there's something they do some bits like Betway Taxi. Some some content is related on Betway. They're on the website. And there's something to do with the training ground that's Betway as well. But do they actually... I mean, this is the thing... They're principal sponsor, so that's... Yeah, but you know. I, what I'm saying is, do they actually get more custom for it? This oh, is one thing that's always surprised me. The reason, obviously, Betway do it is to get their name out there. But how much of this do, does it really well, work? Well, do you know what? I'll tell you now, I've got a Betway account. I've actually made money out oh, of Betway. I also won on the Derby, actually. I won £2. I put two pound. I put £10 each way on, was it Broom? 
six to one and they give you four places and um and he came in fourth so i got 22 pound back so i made another two pound on the hundred pound i made on the grand national but that's another story it's not a betting uh podcast it is a football podcast no, but we're talking about a betting we are talking about betway so i signed up with betway i haven't um, got a betway account i must admit and i think some west ham fans look they've, they've renewed it twice now they renewed it. They had their first deal for two years. Then they had another deal. What was it? Four or five years. And they've now signed for a new six years. So one would think they're seeing some value in it. Otherwise, why would they renew? Perhaps they like the the, the hospitality. I don't know. I don't know. I, I noticed that... Um, that was the Betway box we were next to. Uh, Leicester. Yeah. Did well, you know I will tell you that obviously they sponsor other teams. And we'll get onto this later. But if you've seen Lucas Prez in his new... Shirt that's sponsored by Betway as well. Anyway, we've given a lot of plucking for Betway. You know, they've almost got ten million pounds worth of by us using the word Betway probably about fifty times. I think times it's probably litres. only a five as worth if we were on the <laughs> Come on, yeah. <laughs> and of course, Umbro um, signed a new contract. Uh, yeah, I, worth... I, I don't get why people get disappointed. You know, there was such a like there was like this audible <sighs> when it was it's announced snobbery. that Umbro. Umbro, an English company, even though I don't think they're owned, <coughs> excuse me, uh, by the original Umbro, but Umbro was an English company. and um, Yeah, people seem to like Nike or Nike, or yeah. I call it Nike, or Adidas. But Would you call or, me Nige or Nige? Uh, I like to call you Nige. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, and oh, no, Under Armour is another one, isn't it? Puma is another one. Um but we, we get the best deals. I did an article, I think I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned, but we get the best deals outside the top six, uh, both in terms of sponsorship, main shirt sponsorship, and we equal, or we can equal what um, Everton get from Umbro, but only if we sell enough shirts. I, I'm told that the price we get is between four and six million, depending on how many shirts we sell. Well, I, I'm, I'm as it in a guess. That they'll be getting the six million for this year. Yeah, I think it would do but quite I've well. I've seen a few people complain. There was a big ooh ah. Here's a question for you. There was a, obviously the claret shirts, the claret shorts. Sorry, there's a, yeah. there's a bit of a strange anomaly. So they've gone for the all white, obviously, because that's what we wore in 1980 in the cup final. Yeah. Even though in 1980 we had light blue shorts. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, I think it was to do with the semi-final. We didn't wear the light blue shorts in the semi-final because Everton were all in blue. So we wore the white. We beat Everton. They wanted to keep with the white. I think that was the story behind it. Um, so they've gone white. Now, what I got told was Premier League rules insist that you can't have the same colour shorts and socks in the away kit as the home kit. There has to be a definitive colour change. So you couldn't add... I don't know that. Well, this is what I'm led to believe. So you can't have the claret, the traditional claret and blue shirt, white shirt. Well, we know someone from the Premier League. We're we're message uh, Paul Stringer, shall we? Yeah, yeah, get get a Stringer on the line. He has nothing to do. I I always email Paul Stringer and he goes, I've got nothing to do with that. Ask him about a rule, and he go read the rule book. Right? No, but I've got nothing he, to do he, with that. What's yeah, but on? he must know something. He must be able to walk the halls of the Premier yeah, League, wherever they're located. Yeah, go and ring up because that's why. Um, what's his name? The ex-chairman's on a retainer. Um, Scudamore. Scudamore. 
What's his first name? Uh, it's either Peter or Richard. I know one Richard. of them's a jockey. Richard Scudamore. Oh, right. It's Peter Richard Scudamore. What's the jockey? Um, ring up Richard Scudamore, who's on a million pound retainer. And go, I just got a question from Clarence Hugh for you. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, uh, the question's from more than just a podcast. Oh, more than just a podcast. It's from Shedman. Who's two Shedman? Yeah, yeah. Uh, are they allowed to wear the same kits? Uh, no. There you go. That would be another hundred grand. Well, there you think. go. Something to look into. Anyway, um, you like the the white kit. Uh, you going to buy it? You going to buy both kits? Well, look, it, it's a, a big birthday for me this year. So oh yeah, I'm holding out. Okay, so I'll, I'll rely on the family to uh, to not so much the home shirt. Maybe we should crowd fund one definitely for you from our the, eight listeners. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> but definitely the uh, definitely the away shirt in the uh, in the treble XL uh, or the on the XL kids size. Yeah. Which my wife will probably find funny because she thinks I've never grown up when it comes to West Ham mm. anyway. Well, of course, we did a Clarence Hugh poll, which was did taken. You? Yeah, 1,344 people. Ooh. And believe it or not, 920, which is just over 68.5%, said, I like both the home and away kits, which I can't remember such a thumb of approval for both kits. Um, and that another twenty four percent said three hundred and twenty three said I like the new away kit but not the home kit. And finally four percent, well fifty two, so it's three point eight five uh, eight seven. I like the home kit but not the away kit. Don't like either. Forty nine people, so only three point six five percent didn't like either. That that's a hit for West Ham, isn't it? To to get an approval rate in that big for two kits. Well, yeah, I mean. Fair play to Umbro for doing it. Um, my limited knowledge of our kits were organised was this would have been organised last in like 2017-18. Yeah, the OSB had nothing to do with no. this. Although, <laughs> so it's funny funny enough, it, that here's this... a funny story. Here's a funny story. When we did our survey on what people wanted in the kit, it's almost identical to what people are asking for in the survey of what we've got in this kit. This is what happens. If you remember, I was on the farewell bowling and they did um, they they did a night where we had to take our old kits up, our old shirts. Yeah. And then they asked people, uh, got us to ask thousands of people uh, about what kit would they like for the last season. So this was... December 2014 going forward. So it was six months before the last season, the shirt. But this is the thing that I found funny was that I know the way the kits are organised. So I knew yeah. that the kit had already been chosen. Yeah. So most people asked for the 1986 shirt to be used in the last season because they went to the 1905 kit. Or nine oh four, which was the first at bowling. So it's actually worthless them asking the fans. Now, what do you do now with this OSB report? Because most people ask for this kit to be used, but yeah. they've got it a season early. Yeah, so I know. Umbro's under a bit of pressure now, aren't they? Yeah, I know. To, uh, you know, to pull one out for the OSB. So let's. Let, I mean, what we got to look back is we're celebrating the nineteen eighty FA Cup final win. So what have we won since then to do a retro kit? 
uh, Toto Cup. Toto Cup. Yeah, so perhaps we'll have like a 1999. Or the Betway Cup. We've won the Betway Cup. Well, I mean, I, I saw something funny today, and the bloke was bang on the money. You know, we keep criticising about a lack of achievement at West Ham. And that's five years on the trot now, we're in the Betway Cup final. I know. Yeah, we've lost it four times, though. Well, you know, but better to, <laughs> better to have loved and lost than yeah, to have not yeah. experienced the love, as I told yeah. my Tottenham friend the other day. Anyway, I think we should move on from kits to transfers, yeah? Yeah, why not? And we got some news. We got some Have we? official news. Well, we not news. We we just talk about it. So we've had two official in and ins and outs. Two, well, actually, no. We've had five people leave. Two people join. So let's let's talk about the the tea uh, parties. Andy Carroll gone. Eighty five grand a week off the um off the wage bill. Um, Sammy Nasri gone. 70 grand off the wage bill. He was on 50 basic and 20 appearance. Uh, Adrian on 50 grand a week, gone off the wage bill. And finally, Tony Martinez, I don't know how much he was on, probably 10 grand a week or something, also gone uh, as well. So that's four. And obviously, in the yesterday, we heard that um, uh, Fernandes uh, has gone to Mansk. In Germany, Mainz, Mainz, no, not Sk. There's no Sk. It's got a Z on the end. It's just Mainz, Mainz. For or if you pronounce it like it says, you go Mainz, Mainz. Yeah, that's it. For, for um, eight million, which was his, eight million. Uh, yeah, that was that's his, a lot of um, isn't it? That was his uh, release clause. Well, nine million, million euros. Actually, I I got it from a. A club uh, insider. Oh, right. Okay. Why, have you got some other information? No, not that I'd share, no. No. Um, and and young, um, well, not so young, but Lucas Perez obviously joined the Spanish club. Elves? Elves. <laughs> God, uh, this is going to be a long night. Alaves. Alaves for two two point two million, which... Was a bit disappointing. Well, what did we buy him for? Four. So we bought him for four. Yeah. But perhaps that clears up what we owe Arsenal if we're looking at it. Yeah, it probably does. I mean, he was on somewhere between seventy and seventy-five grand a week. Wow. Uh, Fernandez, I, I haven't, I haven't got my figures in front of me. Was on about fifteen. Mm. So it's another ninety grand off the wage, isn't it? You he could have missed. Over- so on the departures, are we going to miss any of them? Have we improved the goalkeeping situation? Well, I'm going to get to the goalkeeping situation right. in a minute. Well, that's the thing. Are we going to miss any of them? First, uh, go to Adrian last. Okay. Anyone else are we going to miss? Uh, any regrets? No. We would miss Andy Carroll if he'd been fit. But then again, if he'd been fit, we wouldn't have got rid of him. So we wouldn't need to miss him. So we'll, you know... We Shame about Nasri then? Nasri, <laughs> from what we're told, his attitude stank and he, he had his problems and we can't run that risk. We can't have someone like him taking up a squad place. Even though, I must admit, the, the glimpses, it's, it's a bit like Paolo Futre. Didn't do a lot, ended up going really quickly 
but the little bit we saw of him, what a good player. How about Perez? I always thought, I mean, Perez per minute scored more goals. He just didn't get to have another well, chance. Again, and then it, attitude problem. Attitude maybe. problems. You know, it all started with the Everton game. Would he come? You know, did he refuse? No, he didn't. You know, mm. or he denied it. I don't, didn't see the club coming out and denying it. Um, and then everything that, that went along with that. So, and Martinez was ripping up, <laughs> ripping up the uh, under twenty three to front. Scored twenty one goals, scoring hat tricks. Went out on loan, didn't do anything. I mean, well, I got a couple of funny. <laughs> I got one funny story about Martinez. Go on. I went to watch the under twenty threes with me mate. It was it was a Sunday afternoon, so we've gone over the under twenty threes, and uh, we're sitting right on the halfway line. In, in, in the nice seats, if you can call it that at Dagenham. But we're right on the halfway line. And the first half, it wasn't that great. And my mate says to me, that Martinez, I think it was his first under-23 game, and he said, don't rate that Martinez. He ain't really done anything, has he? I said, well, he, he, he can pop up with a goal. So let's see. Second half, I think he bangs in two. But what happened is, is after he scores his first, he comes running over to where me and my mates were sitting and hugs the person sitting next to me. And it turned out it was his brother. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looked and ran off. But again, he tore up the under 23s. I've never known it. West Ham fans, it was at Shrewsbury away in the cup and they were singing his name before we come on. Yeah. And the same it, happened with Elliot Lee. And, yeah, it's it's always a bit. Uh, Freddie Sears, wasn't it? You know, that we all thought that they were the real deal. Well, I don't know about Freddie Sears. Freddie Sears was unknown, really, until he came on and scored that goal and then didn't really do a lot. But he's still got, you know, he's playing, I think he's at Ipswich now. So he's he's he's, he's had a good career. He's 29 oh. now, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. How about Elliot Lee? Where's he now? Elliot Lee is at Luton with all the other West Ham, some marriage stickers yeah. at Luton. Well, who's at Luton? There's a West Ham contact. Yeah. There, isn't there? Is there? I don't know. It's, George yeah, Wonker I've... joined Luton. Uh, yeah, I know, but I thought there was a director or something there. Oh, was there? I, I'm not oh, suggesting I don't know. Dan Potts is at Luton. I thought, I thought there was some ex-director of West Ham there. Oh, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, not a Luton podcast. Um, so, all right, let's move on to Adrian. Um, let me first say, you know, a, a keeper, a reserve keeper on first team wages, rumoured to be on um, 50 grand a week, which is a lot of money for a, a you know, reserve keeper, and wanted for, desperate to have first team football again. That's what David Gold confirmed on Twitter this week. Um, has been linked to be a reserve keeper for Liverpool in the last few days. And Palace, but apparently is only interest. He wants to go to a club where he's number one. He wants to play again. Do Do you deny him that? No, no, I don't. I don't. If If you know, at the end of the day, there, there's you know, goalkeepers can make a great living now, just sitting on the bench doing nothing. I know. I but, mean, but a fair play. And, so, and I've met Adrian. He doesn't want to do that. No, he wants to play. I think he would have rather had played first team football for West Ham. I remember when he broke through, we signed as number two to Yaskalainen. Yaskalainen went a free transfer. And 
he came in and did some good performances, but there was that little mistake in him. And I remember Phil Park saying, we've got to give him time. He's only 25. He's got to grow into it. He'll get better. He didn't really seem to get better. Hmm. But a great player to have at the club for me. I mean, I remember the bit I remember him is scoring that penalty in... uh, Yeah, we shook the gloves against Everton. Yeah. Yeah. But um, obviously we've got two in. Now, from what I hear, you may know different, is that the two of them are on less wages between them than... than, um, Adrian. Adrian. Um, I know that uh, Roberto from Aspenor um, was playing at Malaga was on 10 grand a week there. So I don't know his actual wages, but I understand he's on probably no more than 15 here. Was he first team there? Was he the first choice goalkeeper? No, I don't think he was actually. I would have to look that up. I don't think he was. And obviously, uh, David Martin, and I will give you the exclusive because you beat me the same day. (laughs) I put it out. (laughs) Although I got it from different sources. You did your, your exclusive on West Ham till I die. Um, Although it had been mentioned in the paper quite a few times before yeah. that, but we I took a gamble. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, we, it, was, it wasn't a big secret. Obviously, he's joined as a fur keeper from Millwall. Obviously, MK Don's legend. I mean, I, I, there's been a lot of problems with them. Is why do we need a fur keeper on a free? Why are we getting another freebie? You know, he's saying that I'm a, you know, I'm I'm a schoolboy, a boyhood West Ham. Fan used to spend my summers with uh, my my dad in the training ground, but he did start off at Spurs Youth, doesn't he? Started in the academy. Um, yeah, and then he went to Liverpool, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> from the sound of it, these are two cheap keepers on no more than a combined thirty grand a week. We've got twenty grand a week in the bank. Uh, they're both going to compete for. Maybe second place. While Nathan Holland, uh, Nathan Holland, um, uh, Nathan Trot, and a Yang is it Anang? I can't. Anang, I, I think Anang goes off and gets some experience. Certainly from Trot in the Championship is the plan, and Anang, I don't know, maybe in in another division. I mean, that that is seems to be people questioning, maybe questioning the David Martin move. I, I quite. Like it? Have, was you know, he first the, team at Millwall? Was no, first, I don't no. think he was this season. I don't think he was the I first. Mean, he's thirty-three guy. years old, isn't he? Yeah, and, but, and, yeah, but for a keeper, you know that's yeah. And I don't know how old um, Roberto is, but he's equally in his thirties. I don't know, thirty-two. Yeah, I mean that's not a problem for keepers, is it? But but look, I, we hope Fabianski don't get injured, and you know. Well, this do you is the play thing. one of them in, in the cups, though? Do you risk them in the cup or just play Fabianski well, in every single game? You know, this is the strange thing about it, it? With keepers now. I mean, blimey. Did you see that I think it was Chelsea took four goalkeepers to the uh, in their squad for the UEFA Cup final? Yeah, one of them being Robert, Robert Green. Green. Who, who who not only well, had a picture of himself with the Europa final cup, but also got a medal. Did he get I a hear, medal, though? He did. Because so I, I saw a I shot from this. above, yeah, yeah, and he he stood behind, and then he, he, I didn't see him go and collect a medal. I don't know. So what happens is, I'm told, uh, they get given 40 medals, 
Yeah. And somebody showed me they get 40 medals and they can give them out to anyone they want to. All right. So he might have not have been presented a medal on the night, but he gets a medal because Chelsea get given 40 medals and they can give them out. One was given to him because obviously he announced his retirement from, uh, from football not long afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, perhaps good servant to the club. What to West Ham? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I loved him. Am I allowed to tell the story about, Rob Green now? Yeah. On the Isle of Wight? Oh, no, I no? can't. Oh, you can't. No, it's probably libelous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so the Isle of Wight Festival. Yeah, yeah perhaps um, not. <laughs> no, yeah, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, happy retirement, Robert. Um, yeah, I mean, going back to our goalkeeper situation, it's good to get trot out. We need the coverage. Personally, you know, I, I think in 1981, I think Phil Parks played 61 games. Wow. Yeah. So I can't see why Fabianski can't play 40 games or more, actually. 38 in the league. Well, actually, we'd hope to play 50 games, maybe. I can't see why Fabianski can't do that. Goalkeepers, you know, we we ain't got to run around. That's one of the reasons I chose it uh, as a position to play in because it was less running around. And, you know, you got to be mad as well. I don't know how mad David Martin is. I mean, Adrian was... Are you? Do you feel safe that either Roberto or David Martin no. come in no. if Fabianski's injured? No, you don't. I don't know enough about... To be fair, though, that's because I don't know enough about this Roberto. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. And that's the thing. So, I've seen a YouTube video of him. He looks... Pretty impressive, but YouTube can make. Well, Marco Bogas looked good on YouTube. Well, on the video that Harry Redknapp saw. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on from keepers. Um, let's talk about defenders. Uh, from from a left back, I've been told there will be no um, movement on left back. Uh, a big came in for Aaron Cresswell. I think it was from Everton. It was turned down. Uh, we're being told both by Pellegrini um, or sources close to Pellegrini that he doesn't want to do anything with the left back. Masuaku and, and Cresswell is his people. In the middle of defence, obviously, we know the top two, uh, the general and um, and Diop. Um, Reed apparently is going to be given a chance under Pellegrini to prove himself in pre-season. They don't think there's any value in trying to sell him now. If he improves, they make a decision in January whether to sell him or not and and, and get someone maybe younger in. Um, but with, they, they think coming back from injury is little value in doing that now. Ogbonna at the moment is going to say, I, I'm told centre-back is not a crucial area to replace, even though this Maripan has been linked and that could happen, but it's not a crucial area. Ogbonna could go if an offer came in for him and Pellegrini needed the transfer funds, is what I'm being told. More of that later. And, of course, on the right back, um, we've got, obviously, Ryan Fredericks called up from Scotland as first choice. Zappaletta signed a second year. Now, the interesting thing is, I've been told Ben Johnson is going to nail down third place. Where does that leave Sam Byram? Probably nowhere. He's finished his loan at... Um, Forest, wasn't it? Forest. Uh, Leeds want him, I hear. Celtic want him, Rangers possibly want him. Most people want loans, but 
apparently we're saying we don't want to do loans. We want to sell if possible. Um, yeah. I don't know Fan, what you've Fancy trying to use that tactic on West Ham, you know, the king of um, the loan makers. What What do you, I mean, I, I know I, I, I how much I think Byron's worth. How much do you think Byron's worth? Four, five mil. That's exactly what, what my valuation is, four to five mil. Yeah. Um, if we move up in into midfield, um, obviously Rice is going nowhere. Forget all these stories that big bids are going to come in. It ain't going to happen. Pellegrini is Well, let's wait for the weekend to this Euro Nations League yeah. to, you know, if, if Rice puts in some stellar performances, you know, someone might be desperate. Some of the desperate clubs might. But Now, I, I hear my sources tell me that Pellegrini absolutely wants a defensive midfielder to play alongside Rice of real good quality and that will be one of his priorities. He believes that the defence was too exposed last season and he wants to be able to let his full-backs push forward and the two defensive midfielders cover the defence in front of the, the centre-backs. Who that target is, we don't know. But obviously in the last 24 hours, I'm sure you've been following Clarence and Hugh. In the morning, we broke the story that we'd upped our bid for, is it Gomes? Gomez. Is he still Gomez, is he? Gomez. Of course he's still Gomez. Just because it's an S and not a Z, it don't mean different, does <laughs> it? You know I can't pronounce any football names. Fucking Gomez. Andre Gomez. What's that? Because or... it's, it's like gnomes, but without an N. So it <laughs> exactly. must be Gomes. Um, he, he, we put in a bid of 18 million, turned down. Uh, we In the morning, we ran a story of 20 million. Um, and... Uh, uh, and we didn't know the outcome of that. And, and, and I got contacted uh, by a senior source who said, it don't matter how much money we're going to offer them, Sean. He ain't coming to us. Um, he's got his heart set on Everton. Uh, he doesn't want to come to West Ham. And we don't want players who don't want to come to West Ham. We've got lots of alternatives. We trust the manager. We trust the director of football. Um, and it's over. Um one of the biggest days yesterday, by the way, when we released that, Everton fans flocked to Clarence Hugh in droves, and, and and we had one of the well, we had the biggest day of the summer. Um, but it's right if a player doesn't want to come to us, we shouldn't be forcing him. And there's a little bit of background to this, and this is I am denied whether to release this, but it seems to be in the public information, certainly among Everton fans. Um. Gomez was experiencing some mental health problems and depression and apparently last season and Everton helped him through that and really supported him and he feels obliged to hear them and, you know, has got a connection with Silver. And if that's the case, then fair play to him. Yeah, if if that is, that is true, it's good to see a player, you know, showing a bit of loyalty to a club that's looked after him in perhaps an hour of need. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know who the new one is. I know there was a uh, this this Colombian. I can't even pronounce his name. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. But it was on our WhatsApp group today, wasn't it, Nigel? Was it? And I've yeah, it was. All right, go on. Waffle uh, and I'll. Uh... And 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 he was Galamero or something. Um, I've been told in the past. <laughs> Coella never heard of him. Huh? Coella, Coella. Yeah, never heard of him. So again, agent talk. Who the defensive midfielder will be, I don't know. 
I don't know, but that that is one of their targets. Um, they still, I mean, obviously with two strikers gone and Hernandez about to go. I mean, again, a little twist in this story. Um, Valencia apparently want Hernandez for eight million quid. We've had obviously Perez go. We've had Carroll go. Um, but suddenly they've switched their attentions to <laughs> to Maxi Gomez and trying to do a deal with one of their players. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, and, and if that happens, then we both lose Gomez and we lose our deal for selling Val- um, Hernandez to Valencia. I'm told, despite releasing two players already or selling two, what selling one and releasing one striker, Hernandez is still going. Um, and I got that today. Um, yeah, I, I mean, f- from the outside looking in, the, the 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 top targets seem to be sliding by. Um, Are you including Maxi Gomez? Because apparently, yes. I'm being told just yesterday, we haven't given up complete hope on Maxi Gomez. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying we're prepared to pay 50 million euros. See, this is the funny thing about it, right? West Ham knew in January that if they have, that if they stayed up, his release clause was 45 million. Yeah, but no one's but, come forward and paid that, have they? Oh, so, but hold up a minute, that don't matter, does it? They're not. Celta Vigo are not going to be sitting there at the in May or the beginning of June and think. Oh, shit, we've got to move him on. We need that money. They'll be going, oh, hold up a minute. We know how desperate West Ham are. They know what the release cause is. We'll sit tight. At the end of the day, he's a goal scorer, which which will come in handy for them next season because they're still in the top division. Yeah. So, you know, they are, it don't seem like they're under pressure to sell him, except from possibly the pressure Maxi Gomez. Do we? Know, we don't know if Maxi Gomez a wants to come and play, even though they all want Premier League because they all want a bit of the money. But you know, some of these Spanish players like to stay in Spanish-speaking countries, isn't it? He's Uruguayan playing in Spain, might want to stay in Spain. The weather's a damn sight better over there for a start. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I, I think we we don't always overpay. Our budget is. Um, so, uh, good point. So, let me just tell you what... Um, well, by your reckoning... I, yeah. By my reckoning... Right, let me see if I'm right, yeah. So, by your on. reckoning, it was £30 million to start with. Yeah. We've probably got another £10 million that you probably reckon... 10.8. Yeah, yeah, so that's forty million. And you probably 40, think 40. We, if we could shift the Nandes, we could get another ten million. Eight. So then eight, you, eight, yeah. and, and another three point six from uh yeah. from Reese Oxford. So you, I reckon just the fifty two point four. Yeah, you, I was just gonna say, so you beat me there where I was say about fifty odd million you're probably reckoning on soon. Hang on, but also Pedro Obiang, Gordon Hugill, and Gordon um, Hugill. Jordan Hugo oh, right. and Sam Byram, yeah. right, a raising tenor. another twenty million. Twenty million. No, well, come on, Pedro Obiang's worth ten tops. Well, I, I think you're being generous, actually, on ten. Hugo's worth seven in my book. Go away! Well, no I'll, take I'll take six. I'll take six. And, and Byron's worth five. I think. I think. 
you might sneak five for Hugo, but I can't see. Look, twenty million for those three. I don't think he's overvaluing it in today's market. You might get it, but you got to get it first, though. And this is the thing. Agreed. But that takes you. To, that takes you. By the way, just to say that takes you to seventy-two and a half. Yeah, but our West Ham, and this is the thing, they can't buy until this until they get the players out the door. Yeah, yeah. True, they've they, and they uh, they do seem to. As we said we've had six go, and and I think yeah, but six. Reece Oxford, what, what, Reece what Oxford been and, so we've still we've let six players go, but you've only got ten million pound in the bank. Yeah, if we use your uh, it, it's not it's not perfect because it could be and less. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Reece Oxford is nailed on to go, and I'm pretty sure Hernandez is nailed on to go. Whether Obian goes is whether a big comes. He's desperate to go back to Italy. Whether Hugo goes and Byron goes really depends on whether anyone's prepared to to buy them. I think. Well, they're only going to go championship clubs. Yeah, probably. I and, mean, and then the wages become a problem. But but that's the other thing that I factored in, and you probably didn't read it because I wrote it on Clarity <laughs> you last night. But um, if you add up the wages for all these people, um, you're talking twenty. Seven million pound a year off the wage bill. I mean, obviously you've got to add that on again. Um, but the loss of Adrian, Andy Carroll, etc., is is two hundred and five thousand pound a week, right? Um, but that's Fernandez and good. Perez. Uh, and I'll, let me finish. Uh, uh, Fernandez and Perez, another ninety five. So that takes you to three hundred a week, um, or, or fifteen grand a year. Um, and then when you add on another two hundred and twenty five. For Oxford, Hernandez on 140, Obiang and Hugill, you're talking, you know, 525,000 per week off the wage bill, which is over 27 million. You can do a lot with that. You can do a real yeah, lot. Only if you can buy the right players to do a lot with it. Well, or, or bring because, in free transfers wages. Yeah, I agree. Well, but who's available on free transfers? Dead well, David Martin and, and well, Roberto. You know, I'm perhaps being a bit odd, but release players like Sturridge, you know? I'll take Sturridge. I'll take Sturridge. Would you? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I would take Sturridge, but the problem is I'd want to see someone else first. At the moment, we've got Hernandez, who don't want to be there, and I'm out of it, yeah. who... Sometimes don't want to be here, and sometimes well, don't. You sh- you've heard the in, uh, the Sun yeah. story in, so, in today. What a load of old bollocks that is! And I can tell you that is not true. That um, oh, don't an, disappoint everyone. That that uh, you know, an out of itch. Uh, West Ham. So the Sun ran this morning that West Ham attempt to take thirty million pound for an out of itch, who cost them twenty one million pound from Stoke in two thousand seventeen. The, the Inter Milan. I want him. That's an old story been recycled. And it ain't true. We're not going to accept. We're not going to release. And I wrote this. Highly doubtful. Um, you don't think they'll take 30 million right now? Not, not when they've released three other strikers. No. that's And not for 30 million, right? Well, I think they'll take the... If they had someone else nailed on to come in, I think they'd take the 30. I don't think you can buy someone like an Altovich for 30 million on the open market. <laughs> Well, we bought on out of it's cheaper, didn't it? Yeah, but it was 2017. Lots changed. Wow. Hmm. I don't know. 
I just think. I mean, we're, 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 this this West Ham's on a knife edge at the moment. In it, 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 this could really go badly, or they can. You know, we're relying. They proved their worth. Get me words out here. Husilos and Pellegrini proved their good movers in the transfer market last season. Um, a lot of unknown players that they bought actually come in and paid off. I mean, I'd never heard Diop, Balbuena, yeah, total left right. field. Uh, I can't say uh, is Anderson, Anderson success or not. I, I think and I, I think Anderson is a success. Um, I don't think we overpaid for him. I don't think we underpaid for him. It 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 contributes a lot of goals. He drifts in and out of games, but then again, when you can do what he does, and if you look at his contribution to the team over the season with the goals and assists, you can't fault the end product, basically. Mm. So, yeah, agreed. You know, so we just got to hope that out there, the problem is there's a lot of, you know, we're in this middle bunch with a lot of clubs that are fighting over the same players and we just got to hope that we can attract some of the better ones. You know, uh-huh. we're not far off finishing seventh. Seventh has become like this new pinnacle now. Um, it's amazing how it's getting less and less, isn't it? You know, years ago it was, can we finish fifth and then go top four? Then it was, mm. can we finish sixth? Now, <laughs> you know, now it's, can we finish seventh? Like it's some, you know, new summit for the club to achieve yeah. where frankly I think a, a lot of us would probably think I couldn't give a monkey's where we finish you know as long as we acquit ourselves well in the league and and try and win a trophy yeah okay fair enough um, just finish I mean there's lots of other names that I'm not going to mention because I don't know anything about them beyond that, that they've been reported including the Dutchman John Strock something this morning. Geezer from um, Marseille. Yeah, Marseille. Look, there's a lot of names flying around. I, they're keeping a lot of names close to their chest. Didn't know about Roberto until the last minute. I knew a freebie was coming in to cover. I knew they were looking at Spain, but did I know his name? No. Did X know his no, name? But no, but then, no. then again, the, the bloke's not a highly rated player. His agent is no. probably not a talker. So it was one of these deals that... um you know, probably wasn't abandoned about. It, no. it seems like only Husserlis, Pellegrini and Sullivan uh, know who is on the list. And long may that continue. Yeah, yeah. We did do a Clanton Hugh poll earlier this week. Well, another one. Yeah. And we asked whether what they would like to see from transfer policy. And, and, and I asked that whether that the policy of having 30 million and the proceeds of outbound sales was the right policy whether keeping our best players was a good outcome whether we need to spend 100 million pound or more or whether we would be happy with a bunch of freebies and cheap deals so (laughs) i'm sure you like those results believe it or not 44 percent said spending 30 million and plus the proceeds of outbound sales and spending it wisely was absolutely the right thing to do another 31 31 said whatever keeps uh, manuel pellegrini happy um another 13 percent, almost 14 percent, said keeping our best players and only 10 percent, which surprised me said we need to spend 100 million pound or more 
and one percent said they'd be happy with a bunch of freebies and cheap deals. Well, where would you have gone in that? Uh, well, I know where I would have gone because I Why? clicked the button. Oh, you did! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I do dabble in there now and again. Yeah, go on. So, what did you choose? I, I choose. I thought the, for me, priority was to keep our best players. If I was, if I was looking I'm, at, I'm, it, I'm interesting, you said that because, yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't think Reese uh, uh, Rice will go. No, I don't think Anatovic will go. No. I don't think Anderson will go. My biggest concern, yeah, is Manuel Manuel Lanzini. Right. Yeah. He should have signed a new contract by now. Yeah. I don't want to say any more than that. We know there's a contract on the table. It's not being signed yet. Manuel, if you're listening, get on and sign it. I, it will be a travesty as we stood by him in his injury. This makes me laugh when you say this. Go on. Oh. Go on. I'd think it would be a travesty if he, if, he laid, if he left for free. Because we stood by him when he was injured. Yeah. What was we supposed to do? The man's under contract. Well, actually, we didn't stand by him. Uh, FIFA paid for a compensation. Well, this, is what, this is what makes me laugh. <laughs> well, we stood by him when he was injured. Well, no, we've given him a contract. And unfortunately, we know that when he's injured, we've still got to pay that minimum payment. But, you know, he's one of our, you know, compared with a lot of the other players, he's on one of the lowest wages. Oh, I say lowest wages. He's on 50 grand a week. Well, let's face it. We're better with him than without him. Yeah. He's not the same player, though. We didn't see... Well, no, I know it's early days, you know, but he wasn't yeah. the same player he when he came He weren't expected back. back at all. The fact that he came back is testament to the effort the bloke must have put in. All right, let me just say, I hope he signs a new contract. Yeah. Well, we've got You're to hope it. Well, no, I am. You know, that's why I tick the box. We need to keep yeah. our best players. You know, I, I don't want Lanzini to go. I think if we... Had Just regular, clear, there's, no, there's no suggestion he would leave this summer, by the no, way. But he can uh, for nothing next year if the lawyers yeah, get yeah, their way. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we keep our best players and we can keep them on the pitch longer than we did do this season, you know, we can make up the points difference to push us up the table. Yeah. Well, we shall see. Um, we shall see how the transfer window goes, to be honest. Uh, I, I don't have anything more than that because it's it, it's changing by an hourly basis. Every time I think we we know what's well, going I did, on. I did chuckle. Look, I did chuckle because, you know, one minute you're saying we've upped our bid to Gomez and the next minute, literally, it seemed a minute, it was, oh, Gomez is not coming. He wants to go to whoever and he don't want to play for us. Well, yeah. you know, so that does make me think, well, why are we wasting our time then in bidding for the bloke? Because I yeah, swear, yeah. yeah, we were told this a month ago that Gomez was favourite to go to Everton, but we're just going to ask. Hey, things change. I, I wish I could tell you the whole background, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we shall see. We shall see. We need some strikers. We need some uh, um, some. So moving on from transfers, the London Stadium friendly is now confirmed. Where we will be playing, and I use the words from the club: La Liga Giants, Athletic Bilbao, Bilbao, Fuck. Bilbao, Bilbao, Bilbao. 
Are you excited about that? It's a shame we couldn't oh, yeah. nail Lazio. No, uh, listen, no, I wouldn't I. have been there anyway. Cause I said before, I think this thing, when we thought it was Lazio, it's my mum's 70th birthday that weekend. Yeah. So no, I'm not excited. I, I just thought we could get better opposition that for the Betway Cup. Well, and you know, we thought... Lazio would have been the more exciting, but they decided to go to Bournemouth instead. Well, obviously for the sun. Um, it's... You know, look, hey ho, they've they've finally got a friendly, haven't they? So yeah, let, you which, know, shut up. which brings me on to my London Stadium news. Oh, does it? Do we not remember say the Bilbao though that we have in the past played Bilbao in oh, the yeah, Julian Dix testimonial? Yeah, which did you check that out? Which no, I didn't check it out. I told you I know this from fact. I know, but you, I thought you were. It was from memory. You need to yeah, check it. Yeah, it was from memory, yeah. It was Julian Dix. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it all kicks off on the pitch, not oh, off. Yeah, yeah. No, I read some of this. Some Someone said there was 17 arrests or something. S- 17 arrests? Hmm. I was talking on the pitch. I didn't see anyone get arrested. Oh, right. Okay. I, I remember the game because I took my daughter and she kept laughing because people kept, because Nigel Winterburn's playing. She thought, it was funny. There was another player called Nigel, but um, Bef- cool. I think that was his last guy, last appearance, Dix for West Ham. All right. Um, before I tell my London Stadium story, yeah, did you see? Because I know you're back on Twitter. A loosely, a program, a West Ham program. Sold for three thousand two hundred pounds. No, did you see that? I didn't. Do tell though. Right. So, so uh, uh, a chap who follows me called Football Memorabilia often tweets out things. And oh, he said, yes, I forgot to email him back. Go on. Yeah, you need to. Um, <coughs> he, he said, "Look at this. Just sold on eBay a pro a postponed West Ham game between West Ham and Blackburn or Blackpool, maybe." was sold on eBay for £3,200. And the reason that it was so expensive to collectors is, of course, it was never published. Right. And the it was never included in the, you know, you could buy a copy Some of the, the thing Because I yeah. am curious, because I have got... It was, it was, yeah. and lots of people said this, it was a property of... Cairns, someone Cairns, or one of the directors, oh, obviously. Right. Yeah. And apparently it was only one of two in circulation. Oh, the right. other one was owned by John Hiller, yeah. the program editor. So it was a home program, yeah. It was a home program, and there was only oh, two made. When you say there's only two made. Uh, and, and, but who knows that? Yeah, well, you're this right. Is a, and this is why I, that, that, I'll, I'll look that up and out of curiosity. It's funny enough. I write for West Ham till I die. Now I don't know. If Do you? Know you? That, Do you write for West Ham till I die? <laughs> and in the uh, twice a week now. Uh, you, you should write an article about this program. It would well, be an interesting. This is project. a funny thing because on Saturday you got to, in the summer. What can you write about? Yeah, exactly. And I've never been one. And I thought, right. So people know I've got a lot of crap, but what crap have I got? So I thought, right. I'll. This will keep me going all summer. So. Why it links into this story is I wrote my first thing about collecting. I started with programs. But one thing I used to do was 
One of the first times a uh, game I got called off was Boxing Day 1979. We were supposed to play Birmingham City. Uh, I was upset when my uncle come to pick me up and he turned up Boxing Day to say, oh, I don't think the game's being played, boy. I, I got a bit upset. So he said, come on, I'll take you down the ground so you can go. <laughs> so he drove me up to the ground. And they, there was still program sellers there. So we bought a program, but the game was called off. So I've obviously, Ooh. yeah, uh, got the program. Well, I'm going to send you the details of this. I reckon it's a good article saying so about it. It'll be it, interesting but... to look, see, because I've got a couple of others. I remember once, I think Ooh. in the 80s, there was uh, a game called off. And, uh, the, you know, the, the, the joy of living near the ground is the the um, I think it was Coventry City. The, uh, something to do with the undersaw eating blew up the pitch. It was quite a funny story, and the game got called off late. So I managed to run down there and get a program uh, before the game. And but obviously, when the game is actually played, so I'd be surprised if only two were printed because the game must have been called off late. I would have thought. But I'll, I'll look to see what game is. But I've got about four or five, I think, programs for games that were never played because they were played. Um, they could be worth a fortune. And just to show you how history and fate can quirk us, we should have played that Birmingham City game on Boxing Day. It got rearranged and we played it just before the 1980 Cup final. What happened in that Birmingham City game? I don't know. Billy Bonds got sent off. He had oh, a fight he? with Colin Todd from Birmingham. I think it was Kerbis' first game back at Upton Park and all. And basically, he had a punch-up over in front of the uh, chicken run. Uh, but, but why that's such a big thing is because it possibly meant Billy Bonds was going to miss the FA Cup final because it was that close to it. But the, uh, the club did appeal and I think the band got lessened. So he managed to, he, he just scraped in. Yeah, um, I've just looked it up. This football memorabilia, Click Football on Twitter. Yeah. Sadly, not mine, but a postponed West Ham versus Blackburn Rovers football programme has just sold for three grand. What's the date it's on sold. the programme? Has it got a picture of it? Uh, yeah, it's got a picture. Uh, 3,327.77p. Uh, the date is, I'm just zooming in. Oh, my eyes. Oh, 1962 to 1963. Oh, right. Football League on the 9th of February. Right, okay. 9th of Feb. Wow. And it says... I was trying to think why it's a proper day. It's my daughter's birthday. It says the listing on eBay stated... Yeah. Never issued and never part of any end-of-season sets. Formerly part of West Ham director Brian Cairns... Yeah, the collection... It says, my other copy was a property of program editor and printer, John Hellier. Yeah. So, And then he says, would certainly be interesting to know if any other copies exist. Well, what used to happen was, is that at the end of the season, I know Hellier's would sell a complete set of programs. I think... I- I think they you could buy them in a binder. They they they, they yeah, that's what seemed to be indicated. So many, so obviously they would only put in games that were played. I mean, Elias Elias was literally round the corner from where I grew up, and it was so handy because you could go in there and buy a program before the game. 
Um, good. Well, it's not a football program podcast, and we are nearly an hour already. Well, West Ham. That I mean, yeah, true. Uh, let me talk about London Stadium. Then I'm going to talk about Hammers Chat. Uh, so you may know in earlier this year in January, um, LLDC, uh, also known as E20, London Development Agency, a corporation even, uh, bought the French operators out. So Vinci, Vinci owned a company called London Stadium 185. They were the people that ran the stadium, operated the stadium, employed all the um, the um, uh, stewards and everybody, um, and they weren't happy with the job they were doing. They, they turned over, that company turns over about 26 million. Now, LLDC, who owns the stadium, bought that company out. And in January, I put in a freedom information in January saying, how much did you pay for them? Anyway, after a long battle, which obviously took nearly six months uh, of them saying, we don't want to release this information. It's not in the public interest. I didn't give up. Yesterday, I got that information. How much do you reckon they paid for them? A 25-year contract turning over £26 million a year with a roughly net a gross profit of about five million, even though they said they made a loss. Well, I reckon they paid about a million pound from. <laughs> oh, bugger you! You've read it. You've read the story. <laughs> <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's something fishy about that. That seemed rather low to me. It does. That seemed rather low to me. But there you go. A million pounds. Yeah, I did read. To be fair, Amma's chat website is down today for some reason. In, oh, in, fa- in fact, every time I l- try to log into it today, it said account suspended. So I ended Ooh. up reading Claret and you. <laughs> well, funny you say that because um, they were supposed to, they're supposed to be publishing my hour long stream or hour and 10 minute stream today on YouTube. So for those you don't know, 
I took part in a 24-hour streamathon, if that's what well, it's called. Well, I've just checked, and it's still saying, it's weird, Amazchat.com is still saying account suspended. Ooh. So I'll send you a screenshot. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Geo from Hammers Chat came up with this uh, charity, 24-hour stream. He was doing it in aid of the charity uh, in Isla Caton uh, to raise money for Isla's fight. Uh, he'd asked me some time ago, and I said yes. Uh, uh, X had said yes. Graham Howlett had said yes. West Ham Fan TV had said yes. All the, uh, to- all the top social media West Ham people. Yeah, with an interesting twist, with one non-West Ham person called Kieran Maguire, who is a financial expert who writes The Price of Football. You should watch that, Nigel, because it will give you a very good insight. He, he says I've, that West Ham's worth no more than £300 million, yeah. that the move was only worth £2 million a year. I'll follow him on Twitter and I'll read his website a lot. Yeah, so I don't think all of what he said is right. Uh, and I will be challenging some of it, but but he, he raised some good points. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, I went on, uh, I think, at one o'clock in the afternoon on the Sunday. Saturday. When Joe had been up. Um, and I got a, 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 a Jeremy Me Paxman. I was just going to say, it was a Paxman-esque. It was a Paxman-esque uh, roasting. Uh, Gio asked me some pretty tough questions about Clarence Hugh about uh, leaking information, about my contacts, about the board. Um, and just when I thought I got off lightly, he asked me one last question, and I asked him why uh, he had a problem with the OSB. And, and then it went really nuclear, and, and we had a, a lively debate. Um, I think I gave as good as I got. But anyway, uh, that will be up soon. Uh, we'll put a link on the Facebook group if you if you didn't see the stream. Uh, and, w- and want to watch it, um, make of it what you will. But the reason I'm mentioning this, apart from we raised a lot of good money for charity, so I think £4,500 was raised for Ireland's Fund, I donated an item to be auctioned, and that auction is going on till Friday, um, this Friday at 8pm it closes. And the auction is for a piece of, a chance to win a piece of history. Now, I feel I have to tell the story of how I got this piece of history. Um, well, I, I, listen. Go on. I don't know if I want you to. Why? I'm thinking of bidding, and I'm not sure. See, this happened to me recently. I like to bid under the radar. Yeah. And then on West Ham Till I Die recently, someone put an article about an auction of West Ham stuff that was going on and highlighted <laughs> one of the items I was secretly bidding for, and I got outbid for it. And I'm thinking, well, if you haven't said anything, I might have bloody got that item I was bidding on. So I prefer people not to mention things. But as it's for Isla, go on and tell your story. The story is, right, a um, good friend of mine, but a lot of people know him. He, he was the West Ham DJ, Leon Hyde, uh, invited me. He was doing um, playing the music for a charity game after the bowling round a chuck and it was the last charity game that was going to be played there and I went along and, and what I wanted to do is play bubbles over the loudspeakers and, and he got me to do that and I got to do that over the tannoys playing bubbles as the teams came out and um, I videoed that and put it on YouTube uh, 
So while I was there, and this is, you know, the whole ground's been stripped of anything um, valuable and has gone off to the normal auction, but uh, they hadn't blown it up. They hadn't done that. Um, that um, in fact, the film crew were due to start on Monday of coming in and do, what was it called? Scoreboard or no? Final score. Scoreboard. Final score. Uh, they were due to come in on the Monday. So I thought that I'd liberate a few things. And, and I liberated a few things that were about to go in the skip. So a few moment, um, uh, mementos to remind me of the bowling ground. And one of the things I took from the control room <laughs> was the remote control to the scoreboard. Now, this is a, a Nortronic. If you watch the stream, you'll see I, I put it up there. And on Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, at West Ham Football, there's on my pin post of it. It is a remote control had a cable connected to a Nortronic, the old-fashioned LED uh, scoreboard at each end um, by the control box, and you typed in a score and pressed it, and up it would come. Um, how many times do you think that? How many famous goals were punched in by that remote control? So it's a bit of an obscure, and it's a, probably a bit of unique history of the bowling ground. Um, last time I heard the bid was at £65, which seems like a bargain. Uh, oh, we'll move on, on then quick before we like, you know. <laughs> Anyway, um, is there anything else that was on our list before we go to uh, questions? Well, we could bore people with the goings-on at Wissa. Oh, do we? Do we? Well, do you know what? A lot Whistle was discussed and Hammers United because if you do watch these streams, uh, Paul Colborn, the uh, founder of Hammers United, and he admits he was the founder, um, talks on the stream on the uh, Hammers um, chat and what his aims are. And then Jim Cairns from the H-List then comes on to talk about Wissa. So you could learn a lot about them. Look, at the moment, there seems to well, be a lot of I would dispute stuff that, going on. Because Jim Cairns gets his information from one side of Wissa. And as we have seen, uh, the, the the information he gets uh, is slightly skew-whiff. Uh, yeah. Well, look, well, all right. Well, let's say like there's a petition to force a um, Not a. an EG... Yeah, there on. is a there's a petition to force an AGM, uh, EGM even, to have a vote of no confidence against the current chair and vice chair. Uh, it's a small group of people, but I think it's got over a hundred votes so far. It needs a lot more than that. I don't know. I look. I've, we've both helped founded Wissa. We we've had a lot of time for it, but if I'm honest with you, Nigel, I'm I'm slightly losing the will to live. Um, and and I just I wish the politics and the fighting and everything else it could just carry on being a, a an association, but that that listen to its members, and I just I just can't see a way through for it at the moment. Um, the the, the problem I think it's a busted flush. Yeah, well, it's going to bust itself. I, the, 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 there's a couple of facets to this that does sort of get to me is that there's people that have supported this petition, which is makes me laugh. It's a it's a publicly available petition, but only WISA members can remove the chairman anyway. 
So it's it's a waste of time, in my opinion. People that have been supporting it, I thought better of. I will say that. And if they ever pick the phone up to me, I'll say it to their face. Um, and then some the people who I think behind the people have pushed Wissa, and and they used to use we're democratic, we're, we're independent, you know, over to to push their angle. Yeah, how democratic is it? Is that a chairman gets elected and the vice chairman gets elected, and because they don't like it, um, they want to try and force him out before he's even got his feet under the table. I don't know how good he's going to be or how bad he's going to be. I've got my issues with Wissa. You know, they are what they are, but I still find it strange that um, for me, the wrong people are trying to force him out. The, the the people that for me that are behind this are the people that cause a lot of problems for Wissa, and frankly, I wouldn't want them touching it with a barge pole. But uh, that's up to the members to decide. Yeah, you know, if the members ever get a say, because I don't know, since I've not received anything as a member. Well, um, they announced their new. Co- the only th- another thing that's strange about Wissa is they announced their new committee apparently on the website, which I only discovered by reading KUMB. Because they've not sent an email out to the members. Why would they do something so stupid? And they've announced like this three man executive committee, or the three that were left over from last year's committee. Mm. And then there's this 12 or 13 man other committee that makes up the whole committee. And I'm thinking, who are these people? Did they get elected? How has this committee been assembled? You know, it, it, there's so much wrong with Wissa. Yeah. You know, it is. It's it's one of them. You know, you know, I got asked two or three times. You did. You got forced off <laughs> or full stop from joining. I got asked. Well, I didn't get full stop. Well, you didn't get full stop. You got stopped from joining. You, you got. No, I didn't get stopped from joining. Well, all right. Listen, you removed your application. I withdrew my application for the benefit well, of Wissa. Right. Yeah. I removed my application. First of all, I I I I inquired whether the constitution was that you could stand for an executive decision uh, position. I was told you couldn't because you had to be in the committee three months. I stood for a general committee position, which, when motions were raised by people that you may be referring to later, that would forbid people from being members of the OSB, etc. I just said, look, there's two this is not about me. This is not about uh this is too much of a distraction. And I spoke to the then chair of WISA and and another committee member and and said I think this is too much distraction. I withdraw my my application, which I did. I wasn't forced to. I wasn't denied. I I decided that that was the the best thing to give with a chance to survive. I'm not sure it helped. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in some ways, I'm bloody well, course, glad that, I'm, I'm not on this committee. That stemmed the hoo-ha about the OSB takeover of WISA that are public. But it wasn't a takeover, no, was it? which I, I, I made published, a and one of the authors of an article had a go back at me because he had checked his sources, and yet, hey-ho, 
it turned out the OSB wasn't trying to take over Whistler and everything I said was right. His article was garbage because he'd listened to the wrong people. These same wrong people, I believe, are behind this petition and are getting support from people who I thought should know better um, to make the changes. The way I see it is that Whistler's democratic, so if you don't like it, give it a year and vote him out. But you you can't keep doing this, can you? At some point, you know, and then that takes us on to Amers United. I, I, I like what Amers United are doing. I like the way they go about it. And perhaps that is the model. Is basically they've got themselves, they've set themselves up. They've got themselves a committee and they run it and they run it properly. In my but, opinion. But even them, and they sort of explain, and, and Paul explains and sort of says, oh, yeah, we were an affiliate of uh, of the FSF, and then we weren't because they said, oh, no, you're not properly democratically elected. So I know we gave you a certificate to be an affiliate, but you're actually an associate. And when you have your proper elections in August, you can be an affiliate again. I mean, you couldn't make it no. up. I mean, the easy I mean, I actually to be would be for everyone at Amazon United to pay the pound, join WISA, Wait till next year. Uh, they'll, they'll believe me, they would win the election hands down and get elected on the I'm committee sure. and clear the decks at Wissa and merge Amers United and Wissa in one foul swoop, get everything they want and get a proper, um, you know, a lot of the aims of, of Amers United are support. I think, I don't know for you, a lot of the things about the seats and everything, it comes up all the time. It's the same things all the time. And we know what the owners are going to do. So sometimes it's like they're rehashing stuff where we think we know the owners, it's not in their gift. Yeah. So what's the point? Yeah, sometimes. So I don't know. My, my, my last point on this, which is, and I asked a question, in fact, I'm going to give another plug. So... Jim Cairns, who hasn't always seen eye to eye to me from the H list, no, no. Hammerhead Shark, I think. Yeah. Uh, and some stuff, but I've got no malice against him. He was on um, the stream talking about Whistler. And I asked him the question, and it will be on the stream. Uh, I challenged him, and I said, it was a statement more on the question. I said, the problem with the, the, the supporter base at large is that there is general apathy. No one in support cares whether you've got you're an affiliate or an associate or no. whatever to SFF. No, it means they don't nothing. care about the SFF. They don't care if their support association is independent or not. They just don't give a shit. All they want to know is how much. Who's our next signing? Are we going to start winning silverware, etc.? They 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 don't want the politics. They don't understand the politics, and there's complete apathy. And that's why no one really stood for Wissa. It's why that when they did a survey uh hammers united on um on facebook or whatever it was it got a few hundreds and you know and, and don't get me wrong osb is not immune to this you know do we get hundreds of emails on our when we publish our contact details to be contacted no we don't and if if you went around the 60,000 people that supposedly fill the london stadium and you ask a random 100 have you heard of the OSB? Have you heard of Hammers United? Have you heard of Wissa? I think half of them would say, I haven't got a clue what you're talking about, I mate. think more than half. I, I think the more problem than half is, then, yeah. is 
they, these, you know, you know they, I, I never saw Wissa as being what it become. And it's become like this social media supporters group. And and in a way, that's what Amish United are. They feed off of social media. You know, as we know, you know, social media is this weird bubble where people get immersed in it and think that's what everybody believes. When actually, when you get out there off social media and talk to people, they don't know what the bloody hell's going on. They don't know who you are. Yeah. They don't know who this stuff is. You know, it 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 does make me chuckle that you know there's I don't know you you are one. I could be one as well. I don't know. You know, there, there's like an Illuminati of West Ham yeah. fans on social media that seem to go and do the rounds and all the YouTube channels and get called in, yeah. and yet. You know, 45,000 other West Ham fans haven't got a clue who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, And with yeah. that, with that general apathy, I think we'll move on from Supporters Association because most people have switched off by now. Yeah. So, it, it, do you know what? Uh, one, one hour 18 in, it's time for this. Yeah, it's Facebook, Twitter question time. While you, the eight listeners, get to ask us, the two presenters, questions or statements of fact that you have put on Facebook for us to talk well, about. Well, you've got I, a speech I... impediment or something. <laughs> I was just trying to feel until you were ready. Well, and I ready. I was just laughing at your... Oh. <laughs> your uh... <laughs> <laughs> Away you go. You're uh, right. Sean put up impromptu podcast this evening to discuss transfers after six outgoings and two incomings. We also give our scorecard on last season. I don't think we've oh, done, done that. that. Yeah. And That's our hopes awesome. for the coming season. A bit I've of London State news done that. A plant, a, a, a that. chance to own piece of the bowling ground history. Shh, shh. For Isla Caton, send in your questions, blah, blah, blah. And what accent would you like Shedman to read about in by seven o'clock? Well, it's half past eight. So, uh, Nick Harvey. Uh, and I'd like to hear Shedman doing a Chinese accent, seeing as we're off there. On pre- so, just for you, Nick. Hello. Uh, ha, ha, welcome. Surprise. It, it actually, he says, I'd like to hear Sean, not Shedman. Oh, was it? Oh yeah, so do you want to do this? Can you see this? No, because because I'm not gonna, oh. I am not gonna alienate. So the... I will do an impression of Sean doing a Chinese man. Harrow, how welcome, Shafai. Do that. This is very stereotypical, and I I do not associate myself of your. This is my stereotypical stereotypical accent. Of the Chinese race. So what are you saying? Do you know what? Do you know what? A man, a West Ham man, got fined for just saying DVD to Song of Spurs. So you just watch yourself. What son. song? Song. The player oh, song. Son. Oh, yeah, I mean, that is stupid, isn't it? Dear old dear. Anyway, moving on. Anyway. I shouldn't have said accent. Yeah. Well, you put it there. I was just giving yeah, Nick what he wanted. How yeah. is disappointed that Gomez is likely to say with everyone? How many are a turkey 
we fed to get Next. end up shopping at bottom hole. Who he lost least? Which key position will we fed to address in the window? No, no, no. Just speak normally. That's it. Please. <laughs> That's what he said. So, Who said that? The Nick Harvey. All right. So which key position what, right. will we fail to address in this window? Uh, to fail to address. Um, uh, it's a good question, which we will fail to address. Uh, left back, because <laughs> I said already, I, I, I still think there is room for a left back and it will, they will definitely fail to address it. Well, I think we're going to struggle up front. I think we'll struggle to get a decent striker personally, but we shall see. Yep. Uh, Richard Dodds. Uh, yeah, Dodsey? Yeah, Dodsey, sorry. He hasn't put an accent. So my last time I did the New Zealand accent, apparently went down very well in the old Kia Ora land. So Kia Ora from New Zealand. And my last question from the other side of the world. Back to normality with you guys next season. And hopefully a meet-up with Sean Nigel and the maid Mizzy Merrion. Please facilitate Nigel. So basically, he's coming home. Oh, right. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm mates so with uh, May Merrion now. I'm not sure there's any room uh, uh, in uh, see, uh, to, to include well, Dodsey. Yeah, I just want to say, Dodsey, having seen where you live, mate, I don't know why you're coming home. And, uh, <laughs> unless you're moving to Scotland, I don't think you're going to find anywhere as good as where you live now. But anyway, so he's done an end-of-season report for all four of us. As promised. Oh, excellent. Because so, uh, we didn't do no. one anyway. So, George, attendance, E minus. Comedy value, C. How much he annoys Sean, given a B. Ooh. Uh, John, attendance, C minus. <laughs> Better than George. Comedy value, yeah. though, a D. He's got to work on his comedy, old John. Uh, how much he annoys Sean, though, he's gone up to an A. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, Sean, attendance, A+. plus. Oh, it's right. I am always there. Uh, comedy value, B+, plus, but not sure oh. it's meant. <laughs> yeah. No, I do work on my comedy, uh, actually, how, although it's very subtle. And I, I would like to be an A-, minus. Yeah. actually. <laughs> you need to work on it, eh, mate. Well, I don't know. You can yeah. work on your comedy. You are funny. But I yeah. think generally we laugh at you. Uh, how, yeah, but that's, that's part of it. Well, yeah. How much you annoyed John? And he's give you a uh, double A+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. The, the next is me. He's given attendance B plus minus. Whatever that is. Uh, it means I'm here yeah. a lot, but missed a few. Comedy value, yeah. I've got three A's. Three A's? Yeah, and you're three not A+. funny plus. at all. And, uh, Do you think you're funny? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds funny in my head sometimes, but uh, mm. how much he annoys Sean? Uh, three A pluses. So I need to work harder on that, really. Yeah. Because yeah. I might push for four A's next year. Everything yeah. wants for you. Uh, he's then put, I feel this season's definitely been one of the most positive in 10 years, excluding the last year at Upton Park. I feel for next year with four signings, two of which need to be top strikers that bury 20 goals a season, we will make the top seven and have a good cup run. <sighs> Deluded. Uh, what do, he says put all four of you, but there's only two of us, believe will be a good season next year. And what, and what with your assessment of the year for the podcast be? 
Um, it's an interesting question, actually, of the podcast. Well, I think I think we could have showed more commitment up front. Um, I think George lost his love for West Ham and the podcast, which has sort of been uh, fulfilled with uh, his um, not renewing his season ticket, and and that's um, there to be seen because uh, he doesn't like the London Stadium. But I thought we had a pretty good year. I think that it was a good mix of different opinions. You know, we never agree with each other. And I think we had some podcast gold in in the season. So I'm I'm pretty happy with it. And and one thing we did end up, and I don't mind telling, in just in case you think we make thousands from this, we had our first payday at the end of, uh, on the last day of the season. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> well... I don't think the tax man's going to be worried. <laughs> we, oh, come on. We had £50 spending oh, drinks trust each. You to say, people think we do this for love. Now they're going to think yeah, we're doing was, this for the by money. By the way, just, just, just to be safe, yeah, just to be yeah. really clear, that's almost, that's almost a year's revenue. <laughs> I mean, after our expenses of paying the hosting fees and paying for mics and paying for some other bits and pieces that were out-of-pocket expenses, right, which run the podcast and, and doing some other things, we were left with um, £50 each, which bought our beers on the last day of the season, didn't it? Yeah, it was it's better than nothing. I, mean, I must we, admit, we I didn't expect to get any money. When you shoved it in my hand, I was a bit stunned. And I went, hey, here's your pay. And uh, not only did you then shove it in my hand, but when I went to the bar to buy a drink, uh, Scotty... <laughs> <laughs> bought me a drink. And then bought you a, a, a drink. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but uh, you know, yeah, I, I do. Just in case you 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 think we make thousands, yeah. we no. don't. We made we, we made two hundred pounds profit between the four of us, and we, it bought us a few beers. It's amazing at, uh, what then. ten people a week can list, listening can can yeah. uh, in advertising. Yeah. Imagine if we had some of the bigger ratings. But but you know what? The one thing it is, and just to let you know, you know. By the way, hundreds of pounds is spent in the hosting and the, the mics and all the other bits and the software that we use to record it. That all costs hundreds of pounds a year. And the advertising that we play pays for all that. So we make a very minimal amount of profit. We have a drink to you. But most of the, the adverts pays for the mics and the, the software and the hosting and everything. So uh, that's why we've got very few adverts, but it it's a necessary evil to... Um, I thought we had very few adverts because very few people listen to us. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> no. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway, moving on. All right. Uh, the uh, lovely and fantastic Belinda Kekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekek
I just wish we could go about our business quietly. She says, listening to a podcast with Sean on it. (laughs) I was disappointed that our low offer for Gomez, or Gomes, was published so widely. He is a player I would have loved to see pull on the shirt. P.S. Who won Arnie's shirt? Well, funny you should say that, Funny you should say that, Belinda. Uh, we're not choosing it today because I still haven't got it. So I need the person to send it to me. And in fact, I'm going to message them. If you're listening to it, send me the shirt so we can pick a winner. Uh, but I do want the shirt in my possession before we pick a winner. Uh, we've got, I think, 57 people who left a comment on the competition. Five of them are Nigel's relatives. Um, <laughs> that was well. I don't know. Your auntie, your nephew, bloody cousin. Yeah. And, yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I've up the um, numbers. One, you know, I'll bring a bit of baggage um, with me. So we will look. We haven't forgotten about it, but I do want it in my possession before we pick a winner. What I wouldn't like to do is pick a winner and I don't get the shirt. Yeah. Um, so I am waiting for the shirt. I'm going to remind him. Uh, to send it to me. Once I've got it in my possession, I'm going to pick a winner and send it to that person. Okay. Uh, going on. Lee D. Dumphy. Uh, that's, that's a great middle name, D. Or I've got a stutter because it's Lee D. D. Dumphy. With Trot so highly rated, what was the need for two keepers coming in? Also, is there any news on the sales of Perez and Hernandez? Well, we've covered the Perez and Hernandez. Okay. We- well, 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 Perez was official on the website. Catch up, Lee. Um, you should have read Clarence Hugh. It was on the official website and Clarence Hugh. Um, yeah, we've said Trot's going out uh, to a championship club, and that's why they brought in uh, two keepers. Because I think, and hopefully you agree, Nigel, Trot needs a good season as first-choice keeper uh, to get the confidence. You, you can't put him at West Ham. Under 23s is not good enough. So you've got to put him out in a championship club and, and, yeah, and uh, learn his trade. I've, I've, yeah. We've we've seen enough under twenty three players come in and, and blow hot and cold. Yeah. So um, yeah. next, next is Paul Oakley. Yeah, that's an ask for an accent. So you're safe, Sean. What would West Ham need to do to improve our chances of attracting the higher level player that we constantly seek? Apart from paying higher wages and finishing higher in the league, is there something else that puts these next level players off our club? You first, because I've got my thoughts. Well, I, I, you know, wages, manager, stadium do say a lot. Um, obviously, if we were in the Champions League or European, that is another thing. But you've said apart from that, um, I, I would like us to to uh, invest in our training facilities. I mean, I don't know if it has a big factor, but when you look at Chelsea's, when you look at Spurs and Arsenal's and, and Man City and Man United, you do feel that uh, Rush Green is is still a bunch of porter cabins, no disrespect, um, and make do, and, and we've invested a minimal amount. Um, so if there's one thing I would say to improve our chances, it's where our players spend most of their time. I think we can improve our, our training facilities. Yeah, I think basically the owners pissing off, and a decent set of owners coming in, and it might. How did I know you well, said that? That's that's a fact, isn't it? They, the clubs are circus, and they are the ringmasters and the clans, 
and everything else thrown in. So that that does, I think, hamper West Ham being taken as a serious club. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> one minute thirty-two. Yeah. Uh, sorry, one hour thirty-two. Right. Let's get a move Nick on. Stanley Berahino on a free false. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Would you take any aging freebies though? As we packed numbers last year, players like, but not including Ashley Cole. I think we've done our bit on that. You know, we've tried Nasri, we've we've had Wilshire. I, I would hope we don't grab too many. You know, Sturridge comes to mind. Who's who's the other one from Liverpool that's um, on a free? This Marino, the left back. But we're not getting a left back in. No, but who's the other one? Who's the other striker? I don't know. What Fabinho? No, the free transfer. Um, I wrote. Do you know what? I wrote an article about free transfers on Claret and Hugh. Funny enough, in May. Uh, I can't remember who who they were though. Um, oh, that's kept you all in fraud. Matthew Kemp. Yeah, you're gone. <laughs> Inter Milan rumored to want Arnie. Is he worth selling for the reported thirty million? I say no. yes. Sean. No, you're not going to sell him thirty million. No, 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 no way. Okay. Uh, is there any truth in it? Given he's rebuilding his ass and signed a new contract. No, no truth in it whatsoever. Uh, the man with the poshest West Ham name that I've seen on on here, uh, Toby, uh, not Toby Larone, but Toby Bean. Yeah. We seem to be targeting defensive midfielders to partner Declan. Does this spill the end for Nodes as a first-team regular? Blimey, have you yep. been reading Sean's texts? Or perhaps <laughs> we're going to sell Declan and want to get a replacement in first. Say it ain't so. It ain't so. It ain't so. Well, the Declan bit ain't so. Yeah, yeah. The the, the Noble, end for Noble's a first-team regular, probably. Yeah. Even though, hopefully, Mark Noble's got a lot to say about that with his performances so we'll see Ed Hughes regular show how far down our extensive list of targets have we got do we expect Trot to go alone we've covered yeah. that yeah how far down have we got well uh, we don't know them all um how many on the list have you been told I, I was told um around 60 60 60 60 players, yeah. What, on the list? On the whole list, yeah. In all positions, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's a big list. It's a lot, isn't it? Um, but I guess, you know, they're, they're Pellegrini, who is are, are very thorough in, in having backup to backup to backup. Well, obviously, they started at goalkeeper and they've ticked off the yeah, two so there. Yeah, I would imagine that was... <laughs> Yeah, so we've got the goalkeepers. number two on the list. It was 60, <laughs> right, before the goalkeepers. So there might have been, I don't know, there might have been 10 goalkeepers in that list. So it might be 50. Oh, right. Well, and obviously, Maxi Gomez and. Well, Lord, would you say is 10 or its position? Because we know they're not looking for a left yeah. back. So that's one position. Yeah. So that leaves 10 other positions up for grabs. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Six per. Yeah, right. Ed Hawthorne, what's, this is a great question. More likely to happen first, West Ham in a Champions League final 
or the London Stadium most in a Champions League final? Definitely the latter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll tell you. What. Well, if you if, if you look at Bal Bal, what was it called? Balku. Um, Baku. Where, where was the Baku? Yeah. Um, you know that there, there was a Olympic Stadium, which has never hosted Olympics, by the way, with a running track around it. Who bought our old green carpet? If it's good enough for the the Europa uh, League final, then why not a Champions League final at the London Stadium? Right. I'll tell you why. Go on. Uh, you got to look at when it's played. Yeah. And then you got to look at the conversion, how long it takes, yeah. and getting it in, and concerts and everything, and then for athletics. Uh, I I don't think the stadium yeah, owners right. would ever allow the the stadium to be left in football mode. They would if there's enough money for it. So if they get paid enough money, of course they would. Well, yeah, but miss then out. Will you know they don't make a lot of money from the concerts. Did you? By the way, being a London stadium lover, did you go to Muse? No, I didn't. That's one you've missed. Well, it's because I'm not a London stadium lover. I'm a music lover, but not of Muse. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, hence anyway, you're probably right. Jay-Z so and... the answer is Champions West Ham in a Champions League. Well, well the answer is neither's ever going to happen, <laughs> frankly. Uh, but... Cottage pie or shepherd's pie? Oh, uh, shepherd's pie, mainly because that's okay. what the wife makes. Right, come on. I wouldn't on. know if she made a cottage pie because she. Come on, I was going to get to two hours. Well, we've done longer. Uh, Clive Catchrell says, "Does anyone remember David Kelly? His legs turned a jelly." I can't for the life remember what fanzine it was in. Do you remember David yeah. Kelly? I do remember David Kelly. Fascinating facts about David Kelly. Go on. We beat Bayern Munich and Liverpool to his signature. Oh, really? There you go. That is a fascinating fact. There you go. He had he had the choice of three clubs. Uh, so I don't know uh, what fanzine. Let's go for Olas because it's the only one I can remember. Uh, it could have been Who Ate All the Pies. Oh, yeah. Or on the terraces. So it was 89. So around that time. Uh, Richard Dodds, we've done. That was me having yeah, a conversation with him. Your mate, Gary Prince. Gary uh, Prince. Beijing accent, please. Oh, we've done that oh, already. Done please, no more. Oh, no more. Hurrah. <laughs> Christ. How much transfer? Apologies budget. to any Chinese Have we listening. got for all this important news striker? So I'll translate yeah. that. He said, yeah. uh, how much transfer and wage budget have we got for this important news striker? Well, I think we said we've got around about 40 million at the moment. That should go to 50 million. Could go up to 70 million if we sell everybody else. So it's all about making the money go as much as possible. And, you know, do we get a free agent? Do we get someone on loan? Do we spend some of the 70, up to 70 million pounds? I don't know. It's That's up to, up to Pellegrini and um, Mario. All right. Mario now. Well, first name terms with the man that don't want to talk yeah. to the press. Go away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who are you? Who are you? Go, go away. away. I don't talk to press. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, Mario. I'll give you his, his uh, hot man. Yeah. Uh, Super Lewis Fresh Stream Trouts. Yeah. I get the David Martin signing for English quota purposes. It's that's a good point. That is actually, actually makes. that is a good point. If nothing else, we got him yeah, for the English quota. He's English after. Yeah, because he was born in Essex, unlike his dad, who's a scouser, so he wouldn't have counted. Yeah. 
But yeah. anyway, and he's on low wages, but seems a bit sentimental to me. Millwall didn't rate him enough to keep him. They did offer him, though, they a new did, contract. Actually. They offered him a new they contract. They wanted to keep him. Even yeah. after he dropped the ball in the back of their net against Brighton and cost him a place at Wembley yeah. in the FA Cup semi-final. Yeah. Cheers for that, Dave. Uh, if he was good, we wouldn't have signed Rubber Toe as backup too. I don't know Rubber Toe. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Roberto. Roberto. Yeah, of course. Roberto. Yeah, oh, that's for you. Yeah. He's, he's, that's he's a good joke. He's, 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 he's how funny. you say it, Sean. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Coming in. The legend is Taffy Wallback over in China. Hurrah. Uh, how did they make captain? the uh, our floodlights? There was a floodlight failure, a Chinese football game. And the uh, Tanoi announcement asked uh, if all the fans could put their hands up in the air. And he was asked, why have we got to do this? And he said, because Confucius say, many hands make light work. Anyway, Taffy in China Very says, funny. who is the best captain, Pugwash Caveman or Meryl Stubbin? I don't know who Meryl Stubbin is. This. But who's the best captain, Pugwash or Caveman? Pugwash. Yeah, see, I'd, I'd, I like Pugwash. I watched him, Caveman. I probably captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. No, it's definitely Pugwash. Was it? Oh, right. Uh, Go on then. Joan. Joan. Yeah, we're on Joan. We missed out on Gomez as he chose to stay with Everton. Are you disappointed? No, meh. If he he don't want to play for us, fuck him. And who would you like to sign for our midfield? Um, Messi. Yeah, yeah. Money, no object, yeah. Or, or Ronaldo. World-class players at world-class stadium. Yeah. Um, no, nah, he's a bit greedy. She says, Shebman, I like your own accent. Proper West Ham. Do your West Ham accent. Well, that is my accent, isn't East it? And to be fair, I weren't going to bring that pears. up. Come on, oh, cone up the see, apples and pears. That's racist. Oh, blimey, love. Yeah. Uh, shine your shoes. I weren't going to bring that up, Sean, because I didn't want to embarrass you. Because in a way, I felt Joan was digging you out with your estuary English mockney. Uh, you know, yeah. sorry the way you speak. So, yeah, but that's why uh, Talk Sport don't have me on the sports bar anymore because they keep on saying you're the poshest West Ham fan we've ever spoken. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you now on shit hammer time, there is a lawyer, he is the poshest sounding West Ham fan. Oh, hello, he talked like that. Oh, rather, and He's, he's obviously been a West Ham fan for years and years before me because he sounds older than me. But it's funny when you hear posh West Ham fans, what well, it makes me laugh anyway. I don't know about you, sounds like home. Uh, Nathan, way good because he's way good. We've snoddy now 31 and coming to the back of one of his, or coming off the back of one of his best seasons. I need glasses. See, he's put off and it should have been off. Come on, Nathan. Off the back of one of his best seasons in the Premier League. Do you cash in or let him play another year or two and let him go for free? I'd like to keep him, but it does make sense to sell yeah. while he's got value. Yeah, I I, I like Snoddy. Um, and I don't know what value there is, so I, I would keep him. Uh, I'd like him. Right, come on. I'll in. keep him. Uh, Ian Gravitt, to finish up, 
but you might load Twitter. I can't do Twitter. Just check to see if anyone's done Twitter. Ian, grab it. So many conflicting reports on the gnomes deal. Well, yeah, most of them are clarity you. Yeah. Um, look, uh, we, we, we covered it off, right? We, we got some information, or Huey got some information early in the morning from a very good source that we put in a bid for. Uh, we'd upped our bid by $2 million, okay? Um, and this is a true story, and, and it came from a very good source. I, I believe it, what he called it definitely it now, happened. Sitting in the chair, go on. Right? When another senior source read that article, they contacted me and gave me an update, and I wrote the second story a few hours later. Now, it might seem going, the two stories were in competition with each other, but they weren't. Both of them were true. We put in another bid, but in the end, we were told, save him money. He's got his heart set on Everton, and he ain't going to come to you. you. You can carry on putting in bids, but you're not going to get anywhere. Now, you could ask the question. I didn't ask the question. Well, didn't you know this up front? You know, didn't you know that he had his heart set on Everton? Why, why were you bidding? I don't know the answer to that. I don't get told everything. Um, but I do agree with the the quote which I was given, which is, we don't want players who don't want to come to West Ham. So in a nutshell, people, HP spoke to Tamata and said, know your place. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good. All right. Very good. Yes. Uh, anything on Twitter, Sean? Oh yeah, I forgot there was uh, there was why I was in Twitter. I just uh, <laughs> I started reading my own uh, things again. Oh, why have I come on Twitter? Um, <sighs> Probably not. Uh, oh, mentions. Yeah, not all. Uh, oh, uh, the Lenny's out. I just read something about um, the Lenny's. Oh, are they? Uh, Dem- what, we- Denver West Ham. Yeah. Is saying, lads, thanks for all you do for West Ham in the US. Love the work. Appreciate having been on this can, year. Can, Looking forward I, to year three. Can I point out, you're you're reading the mentions from a tweet by the American West Ham podcast <laughs> <laughs> who actually tagged us and, and me and so you. So why they us? Well, because what it was. It was oh, you're right. Yeah, West yeah. Denver West Ham. I have spoken to Denver West Ham, and he hasn't been on the, more than just a podcast. So the answer is no. no. Thank um, you. Right. That was five days ago, yes. by the way. So the answer is no. no. He's not going to answer a question you asked today, five days before, is he? No, that's He right. probably don't listen to us, even though the top yeah. boys do. Uh, yeah. Is either Lenny's? Uh, are, are there any Lenny's this year from Canning Town Lenny? Oh, deal. I don't know. I, he, he mentioned the Lenny's, but there doesn't deal. seem to be. Anyway, that's well, it. Um, hold up. I just some... want to say uh, hello because I'll give him a name drop. Uh, Smithy59 on Twitter. Listen to the podcast. Uh, I've had a few chats with him before, and then I was talking to a mutual friend, and I found out. <laughs> that we used to work together 20 years ago. Uh, and I obviously made such an impression on Smithy in that he didn't remember me. Oh. <laughs> See, that's when I was a nice boy. Mm. Well, the two things, just if we want to get to the two hours, the two things we didn't cover on. that we said we would earlier. Uh, our scorecard for last season. Um, and, and I'm going to uh, split this into two. Um or three, actually, uh, or four, actually. Uh, first manual, the team, 
on, on the results, etc. So the club, the um, Manuel Pellegrini in his first year, the fan base, the stadium, and if you really want to, the board as well. How would you score them out of 10? Right, so that's four. So start again with five. Five, five actually, five. five. So the first one is 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 the team. So how the team performs Seven. by finishing 10th. Okay. Could have been an eight uh, the if manager. they'd have beat Wimbledon. Uh, the manager. The manager. Seven. Okay. Uh, the fan base. Really? Yeah. Do you know there's some damn fine people out there? Uh, but I, I'm... You know me, I don't like doing fake stuff. Uh, yeah. Seven. Okay. Uh, the London Stadium. Oh. Uh, no. No, I'll tell and you what, bond. actually, that's harsh. Because they have claret and blued it, and they have yeah, analysed it. Yeah. So we'll give it a free for that okay and the board listen they'll never get anything off of me they haven't sold the club so it's a zero if they want 10 out of 10 for me sack Brady or piss off basically yeah so for me uh, the team I I agree with you I'm going to go for a seven Uh, uh, Pellegrini I thought was a good start by him difficult circumstances I'm going to go for an eight for him Uh, the fan base I think we're not united at times. We don't get up behind the team at times. I'm going to go six. Uh, the London Stadium, I think we've improved a lot. I'm going to go a seven. And the board, they didn't do anything wrong. They've stopped talking to the uh, press, etc. I'm going to go a seven for the board. Seven? Seven. Oh, I'll tell you. So, before we go, we haven't got any... Uh, well, we could talk about the Betway Cup, but I think we'll come back again before the Betway Cup on predictions of the Betway Cup. Let's talk about predictions for next season uh, in terms of position. Um, what? Where do you think? I know this is a little bit of a crystal ball time, um, but where do you think we we can finish if if we do okay, if we spend the kind of money we're talking fifty, seventy million, and we spend it wisely? Where where where? Could well, look, we finish? The, the, the problem, well, the Premier League's are very tight now. It's split. So top six has gone, even though Chelsea could have a difficult year, but it's, you know, it's, they've finished top three and won the Europa Cup. But off the back of Hazard for me, and if Hazard goes, they, they could be falling out of the top six, in my opinion. In fact, they can't buy anyone else, even though they bought this player last year, didn't they? But... For me, I've always said if West Ham finish between eighth and twelfth, that's then that's roughly the natural finishing point. And the reason for the not seventh, no, but this is where I've always pitched West Ham. So the way I've always seen it is that there were seven teams better than West Ham, like as structurally wise, seven teams bigger than West Ham, and we should be the eighth team. But because of you could have injuries and lose a game because you could have a blind linesman give an offside goal because you could have a bad referee decision, just an off-form game. Mm. The way the points are very tightly knitted that we see this season, you could finish 10th or 11th. Now, you could finish 10th or 11th with a certain amount of points, but last season you might have finished 8th with less points. So, 
picking a position is difficult. You, you, I want to see us. Can we get more points? I know it's yeah, but, difficult, but I want you to pick right, right. one. So I don't I'll go between eighth and twelve. It's difficult. <sighs> it's rubbish. Well, though, no, isn't but it? what I want, what I ask for, is at least a cup semi final. It's not too much to ask for, yeah, is it? Fair enough. That's what we're a, we're a cup team. All we've ever won is cups. Forget about the league. Make sure we don't go down. Bloody win a cup. If if it means playing rubber toe in the leagues and putting Fabianski in goal for the cups, I can do it. That's what I say. Put your best team out in the cups. Then see what you can do. Fair enough. I, I think, you know, we will struggle. I mean, obviously, top six without one of them cocking up is is difficult. Uh almost impossible unless we have a very poor year. I mean, maybe transfers of Chelsea and Man City, we'll see what, what that has to do. But ultimately, um, it's out of reach. There's such a big gulf. My, my real problem is um, how much other teams are spending and, and the, you know, how well, we much... We don't know. No one's bought any, really anything, have they, yet? Well, Wolves... Um, you know, even even like Sheffield United, billions behind them. Aston Villa, billions behind them. You know, um, Newcastle, eighteen billion well, millionaire or billionaire. The club yet, is he? That's he has quiet on that. My, it has. Um, but what I'm saying is, we're no long. You know, having a billionaire means nothing. Hmm. It doesn't anymore. Um, I did an article. I'm trying to. Yeah, look we at know. It at the West Ham's got the fifteenth richest owner. Fifteenth, yeah. yeah. But um, it, it that might surprise you, but but you know it's true that <laughs> we've got owners that and 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 actually Kieran Maguire says this you know, are probably unlikely to put more yeah, money I've in. Never, in fact, he says, and this will interest put, uh, you, money in. he, they shouldn't put money in. No owner should be he, allowed. He, he says he, t- he doesn't see there's any way that they can pay themselves back the £45 million in January, and he thinks they'd defer it again. I, I think he's right. Um, I've never thought they would take it. And I'll tell you for why. is because the minute they take it, at the moment, the, the, they've probably got a good solid fan base behind them. It's probably 50-50. It may even be 60-40 in their favour. You don't see the negativity against them, apart from the usual mob like me and and the same type of people that, are, that, that, that will never accept them for what they've done. So they've probably swung round the majority of the fan base to their way of thinking. Um, but the minute mm. they take that 45 million, which will be detriment, we know, because you know, because they claim the club is still in, a, you know, a not great financially. If they take anything of that out, that's to stick to beat them with. That people like me will beat them with. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I'm saying is, I think Wolves they're investing a lot. I think Leicester, I think Everton are a new competitors. Um, obviously, we've seen Watford was the one surprising, one of the poorest clubs, um, but, but you know did very well at the end. Um, we, we were quite flattered to get tenth in the end. Um, 
Could we get seventh next year? Yes. Yes. Will we? No. 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 Um, so that puts you in that eighth to twelfth spot. I would like us. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't. No, because I'm I'm not going to sit on the fence like you. I'm going to say I want. I, I think Pellegrini needs to and will do better than last year and tenth. So it will be eighth or ninth, uh, and I'm going to go for eighth. So my prediction. But as I said, what happens if he finishes like eighth? Yeah. eighth? What if he finishes eighth with less points? Who cares? Well, no, but that, that, but then, then technically we've had a worse season. As paying fans, as well, watching fans, no, because it's all about results. Well, I don't think if we, we get less points, then we've had worse results. Yeah, a bit like you got worse results in your fancy. Oh, uh, don't change the subject because I've just shown you. <laughs> If you say we're going to finish eighth, but we do it with less points, so it's a better season. It can't be. I'm paying to go and watch West Ham yeah. play. Yeah. I want to see win as many games as possible. The league position follows on from that. Not really bothered. Because all right, so going to win it. You've said you won't. You won't give. I'm, I'm going to fill the next two minutes. Just get us to the two hour mark. Um, you have said you you don't eighth to twelfth. You won't. You won't. Pick a number. Yeah. Um, how about a cup run? Well, no, I've said that. I want a, a semi-final. That is what I want. Yeah. Semi-final. semifinal. Minimum. Not to no. win it. Listen, I'll take a, um, Get me to a semi-final, preferably the FA Cup semi-final, but I'll take a League Cup semi-final. Get to the semi-final, and then I'm happy. If we win it, I'm ecstatic. If we get to a final, you know, if we win that, I'm even more jubilant. And I may even say something nice about the. Is it a year to win the FA Cup? Well, the the, the League Cup's the one. Not if we play rubber toes in Cups are hard to win. The FA Cup is hard to win. Look at the winners of the FA Cup in the past ten odd years. Uh, I think it's only Wigan that springs to mind outside the existing top four that, that have won it. Good. Anyway, I think that's us done for this week. Only just the two hour. Yeah, but it's two uh, hours and we haven't done one for weather. about three weeks. We probably won't do one for another three or four weeks. Yeah. So we've given, you know. Yeah, true. Anyway, uh, I've been Sean and it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs> and it's goodbye from Nigel. Yeah, man. and the bloke that comes second in Super 6, you will get your prize, but I'm waiting for the bloke to come first and third to step up. So Lee Davis or Alan Austin, if you're listening, you need to contact us because prizes will go out in the middle of June. And if you don't claim, if Lee Davis doesn't step forward, I'll give the first prize and his runner-up prize to Phil Walker, who has contacted us. All right. We we know Phil Walker because he's in uh, row four. In, yeah, Phil, Phil is in row down four. the front. Who says we say hello to every time yeah. I'm allowed to walk yeah, down there? That's Phil Walker. Oh, right. There I love go. Phil. Well, anyway, yeah, there you go. All right. Anyway, come on, you irons. Bobby Bye. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.